Hello, hello. This is Captured by Sound. I'm your host, Alyssa. Just an audio girl ready to talk about everything. Dating, work, passions, hobbies, life, personal growth, all of it. We are all going through similar things at similar times. Why not just talk about it? Why not just normalize it? And why not make us all feel like we're in this together? Today's episode is episode 7. I normally do a bi-weekly podcast, but that kind of felt weird waiting the whole two weeks to put another one out. So here's another one, a little bonus, and hope you like it. I'm talking about being chosen and waiting for those feelings. Allons-y! <laughs> Let's go, guys. For some reason, doing that intro <laughs> was difficult today. I was like, what do I normally say? What are the words I normally say? But hey, I did it. I looked at my little cheat sheet and um, did it. And those little runny noises in the beginning is a snow bunny running out to eat his food. So today, to be chosen and to choose. I think that a lot of people miss the mark where they'll see one side of it and think that's it. A lot of my life, it's been me choosing someone and not being chosen back. And that, and like, I might be chosen for like a moment or a second, but I'm not like deeply chosen. And I've never had someone who was like excited about me or seen me. And I think that was like the hardest thing to like wrap my mind around is like, it was either someone overly liked me and I wasn't interested or someone barely showed interest in me and I was like I'm so interested in that and that's just like you know those trauma childhood feelings that I automatically attach myself to (laughs) that kind of narcissistic patterns (laughs) I'm sorry I'm like phlegmy today I I started recording and I was like phlegm 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 That is a friend's reference. Um, Back to what I was saying is like, I would go for one extreme or another. Like I would, I would give that person a chance who was like super excited about me and, and I didn't feel it. And I, I was like, okay, well they're excited and they're showing really a lot of interest. So let me just go for this. So me and my ex broke up at the end of 2018 and this connects to everything because after that I I started going on the dating apps and that's when I connected with the graphic designer. Um, before I actually connected with the graphic designer, I connected with this very nice guy. Um, he was a beer vendor. Uh, he was like serious about work and he was like he was a very he was a nice guy. I went on the like the first date with him and I was like okay like there could be something here it's a possibility I didn't have that excited feeling and then he like we went on another date and he like was like more and more excited about me and I'm like okay I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep trying this January into February it was Valentine's Day he came up with this like on point like a rose that was like in a glass jar that lasts for a full year I was like oh that's really creative like 
wow, never had someone be nice to me like this. And so I figured it was like all new feelings of experiencing like the actual genuine nice guy. On the Valentine's Day date, we went to a murder mystery dinner. That was fucking cool. Like that was really cool. But I still wasn't sure about my feelings. And I was like, you know, this is like normal. Like I'm not used to people like liking me. So it's natural that I'm like, I feel like unsure about it. This is what I was telling myself. And then his ex-girlfriend, who he lived with when we started dating, um, he was still paying rent because his name was on the lease and he was paying it all. She cheated on him. She had, she was already dating the guy that she cheated with, but she was like, yeah, I can't afford to move out. So I'm going to stay here and not pay anything. And she wanted everything that he bought in in the apartment. And he was like, yeah, just take it. I was like, I'm so confused. Like, you're letting this girl walk all over you who cheated on you. And you're just, like, rolling over. You're like, oh, okay. Anyways, so she called, like, five times during Valentine's Day. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just drink. And that's, like, what I knew. I'm like, yeah, this is not just me being, like, weird about people liking me. This is, like, something's not right. Something's not, Something's missing. And that's why I'm not excited about it. And partially I thought that the whole reason why I was like, like holding myself back from like actually enjoying this guy's company was I, (laughs) this what sounds bad. This was about the time where I was like, I need to feel wanted. I need to feel cherished. Like I need to feel wanted and desired. And (laughs) this was February, 2019 me and my medical friend, he lived in California and that's when we had a fling. And that's when like, I I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to date this guy, this other guy and have a fling with my medical friend and I'm just going to play the field and see what happens. And, but Valentine's day showed me like there was no real spark and connection with the beer vendor. And I felt like bad about it. And like, we had to like, just call it quits. And I had to I had to say something and it's sad as like we went on like five dates and I didn't really know how he honestly felt about me. It wasn't until like later because like he he's a beer vendor and my mother works in grocery stores and one of her friends had a store that his route was on and I guess like he was really excited about me and like oh you know so-and-so's daughter like we're dating and then I guess he grew like really quiet and then there, she was like hey like how's it going with her daughter he was like oh yeah we're not seeing each other anymore and I was like shit like so he actually liked me but I didn't know but like also at the same time it's like like I can't feel bad because I didn't feel something so <laughs> that was the one and only time that I was like let's play the fields um and I, I realize I'm the type of person who I need to be so focused on what's in front of me to decide if it's good for me or not. Like, I'm, I can't go on all these, like, multiple dates. Like, I go on first dates, and I'm like, eh, let's, like, weed out what's good, what's not. But I can't go on, like, like three dates with this guy, four dates with this one. Like, I, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm invested too deeply. I can't. I can't play the fields. I'm a type of person who... who I need to focus on what's in front of me to make it a, a correct decision. I can't have like five choices and then deeply know each one. I would be the I would be the worst. 
be the absolute worst on The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Like, I would be like, what's happening? I would be, like, super jealous on The Bachelor. I'd be like, why are you giving her more attention when you said you like me? And The Bachelorette, I would be like, I'm sorry, everyone else, but this one man, I, I, I'm digging him. I'm not gonna know anyone else. Oh my god, I'd be like that one season, oh, that we just had, like, last year. Yep, yep, that would be me. I guess. But anyways, my little rant. Anyway, so I came across this quote on Wednesday, and I was like, I need to make an episode based off this. This is a quote from Mark Grove. Groves. Um, he does Create the Love, the Create the Love podcast. He has these um, relationship cards that he came out with that are friggin' amazing. They definitely help build intimacy and connection. Um, I feel like not just with like a significant other, but relationships, relations with any person in your life. Me and Mariella did them when we we're in Joshua Tree for our eight hours. Um, she loved them. I let her and her husband borrow them for their getaway. And he, like her husband, Dan, absolutely loved them. Um, and I actually ordered them their own box so that they have their own cards to continue to build intimacy and connections. And it's just, it's a good little tool to like help build all that. Um, so this quote is to meet someone, to be met, to be chosen, to choose, to love, to be loved is everything. I full on believe that and hold it so like dear to me that I've done exactly the opposite of it my whole life because I wanted to appease others because I thought like if they were happy with me then they would want to be with me but it's a 50-50 lane <laughs> it's a it's 50-50 street here like I gave people everything to feel like I was wanted and I'm I'm really done with that and it's not until you like hit that point where you're you're like enough is enough and you could actually start seeing that there are opportunities there. I know like going to Nashville last month and spending time with my medical friend really showed me that there are men out there who will see me. Now, I'm I'm not a fool. <laughs> like, I definitely am not a fool thinking that I was fully seen by my medical friend. He saw a lot of me. And even that was, like, more than I've ever experienced. And, like, his his roommate even, like, saw me with, like, noticing that he, me braiding my hair. He was like, oh, like, that looks really cute. You braiding your hair. I'm like, thanks. Like, co random compliments. I'm like, thank you. Like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you used to be a dancer. I could tell. I'm like, I'm seen. Like, I'm absolutely seen here in Nashville. This is crazy. But I needed that to know that that is a real thing that I'm not always that quiet person in the corner that's overlooked and isn't noticed and isn't included. And I know that some people are like, well, you have to like put yourself out there and be included. And it's like, I'll go in situations where I put myself out there and I don't feel noticed. Nashville showed me like, it's not about the situations. It's about the environment. And if I feel comfortable and I can wean out those shallow people and surround myself by good people, it's like, it, it, it's a possibility. Like, I just kept running into shallow people here. And honestly, when I just started being like, fuck it, like, this is who I am, this is what I want in life, 
that started weaning people out further. Um, I randomly got hit up by an old coworker to like hang out and get into trouble. And it was like, sorry, like, who do you think I am? Do you think I am still that girl from five years ago or three years ago? No, I'm not. Like, I'm not going to just hang out with you to like appease your ego. Like it's, it's not worth it for me. Like if I'm not going to enjoy someone's company and actually feel like they're hearing me when I'm talking, like what's the point? And going in with that mindset has definitely made everything a lot easier, made so much pressure just fall off of me. And I know like, I know the rooted pressure is the fact like that my parents have been together since they were teenagers and it's been like, well, where's that high school sweetheart for me? And it's not and no one's story is exactly the same. And my story is very different from my parents. And I'm glad it is. Like, I, I've i developed into this person before I even met my other person. And it's so much freeing and easier realizing that my 20s were based off of these crummy, shitty experiences. But that molded me into this woman that I am today. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm not against meeting someone and seeing if there's a connection. I've gone on dates since Nashville and I've had true, real connections and I'm excited for this person because I'm not, I feel seen. I feel heard. Like, this is like a first for me and I'm going to explore where that goes and I'm a person who's all in. So that's, that's what's going on for me right now is like, for the first time, I feel like I've chose someone and have been chosen back and it's all new and it's exciting. And just because this is a new area that I've never been into, I'm not gonna be blinded by everything. I'm being very aware of it all and I've had no red flags with him. He's meeting my friends in a few weeks and that's just how it should be, like, for someone to be like, yeah, I want to meet your friends, like, after a month, that's pretty cool, like, it shouldn't be dragged out for six months, and it's, it's a lot of things where I'm going, wow, he's, like, completely the opposite of what I'm used to, but he's exactly what I've always desired, so we'll see how that goes, I'm, I'm like I've said, I'm not doing the rose-colored glasses over it, I'm being very aware, I told my friends, like, I want your honest opinions, and I don't really have a doubt that it's not going to go well. I still want honest opinions and I want to make sure my head's on straight for this for both me and him. Um, yeah, it means a lot to be seen and to see someone. It's all about listening to the words they say to you and to see if the actions line up with the words. I used to just let the words be there, no actions, and I'm done with it. I'm no longer afraid to walk away when I know it's not right. This guy actually is aligning, so we'll see where that goes. Okay, guys, know your worth, know your value, and don't settle for less. And don't get caught up so much in that honeymoon phase of exciting new relationship and just actually take a step back and make sure values align and 
timelines align and that you guys are on the same page on things. That's the biggest flaw that I've made in my whole life. I was never on the same page. And it's it's good to communicate and to know where everyone stands and to be honest with everything it's thought. It's not good to just like assume and yeah. So there you go guys. Until next time. Bye.